But there was this one company, I think called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Chop Sports Daily. Coming to you live from the Flipping Made Easy studio right here in Matawan, New Jersey. It is Sturch, return of Gooch, Nick behind the glass. We hope you guys are all doing well out there uh, in YouTubeville and everywhere you're watching right now as you're starting your morning with us. Or if you're starting your morning at 11 o'clock, I would say you're behind the eight ball a little bit. <laughs> but uh, hope you guys are doing good. Hope Monday night treated you well. Um, you can support this show by heading on over to Patreon.com. And let me tell you something, Patreon is getting bigger and bigger. Reason being is that there is a new Break Buds scheduled for this Sunday coming up um, at what time? 8 p.m. on Sunday. So you have to be a Patreon member to be involved in some of the giveaways that they do. So $3, 5 $10 the way to do it. So be sure to go over there and check that out as well. So we appreciate you guys. It also helps support Chop Sports. So in in you can get yourself some prizes, so that's pretty dope. I, I think that's a it's a cool thing. I did start working on my fantasy rankings over the weekend, uh, so okay. you be on the lookout for those too. I have some decent tidbits for mid round drafts in my rundown. We'll get into that. Too. I've been mocking my ass off lately, um, and you know, since I'm very very dangerous from the twelve spot, um, I, uh, I I it's it's not it's tough sledding. I tell you right now, twelve you have to hit like you have to hit on twelve thirteen because. The amount of good talent that leaves the board after that is insane. So we'll get into all that on Friday for a Fantasy Friday when it's me and, I don't know, whoever else is here because Gooch going back to Lavalette. Um, Gooch, we have ourselves a massive, massive rundown because I did a rundown yesterday. It wasn't, you know, wasn't too yeah. too extravagant. And there was more stuff that I missed because I was more focused on how the Mets were rolling and how the Yankees were stinking. And then, But there was a lot of stuff missed. So, Gooch, catch us up, bro. Yeah, so... Excuse me if I repeat anything because I didn't actually hear your rundown yesterday. I was, I was busy catching rays yeah, and I really wasn't. Though. I watch the show when I'm out here. I watch the show all the time. Um, I don't even watch the show when I'm on it. <laughs> so we all know how I feel about that. So no offense to anybody involved in the Chop Sports Daily, but oh, yeah. I, you know okay. I have a tough time. All that it. hard work. So yeah. time to drain. ESPN. This is breaking news. ESPN declined a two billion seven a uh, seven year two billion dollar deal to televise Big Ten football and Big Ten basketball games. The deal was for three hundred and eighty million per year, and I think this is ESPN declining it. So Big Ten was offering them like, "Hey, take us, put us on your network." Oh, so the Big Ten money. network was trying to go away. So the, I don't know if they're going away, but for the elite premier games and oh, the wow. nationally televised games, you won't be seeing any Big Ten football or basketball on ESPN for the next seven years minimum. Um, wow. That's all I got on college football. We got some breaking news in the world of combat sports. Tyson Fury, just three months after announcing his retirement, is making a comeback fight right. against Derek Chisora for a trilogy. So be on the lookout for the dates and all that kind of good stuff. Um, Jake Paul. I know Jake Paul's been a, a, a lightning rod in the news lately. But Jake Paul, that whole fight that got canceled this past week... Jake Paul is actually going to pay his undercard fighters uh, 50% of their purses. So all the talk about the advocating fighter pay for the UFC fighters, and he's putting his money where his mouth is, and he's actually ponying up. This is so actually, and that's why I put in the rundown, good Paul. This Jake, is actually Jake a nice Paul, little gesture. While he can be a scumbag at times. I think it's all an act, Not and bad. it's a good deal that he's paying some of these guys because it's a, it's a tough deal to, to lose out on Ready for a compliment real quick coming from the chat before you get on? My mother, you look tan. Oh, thanks. How about that? 
That's the first time I've ever heard that in my life. So <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm gonna, um, I look back. I was like, I'm, send I'm, you I'm a looking prize. at him like, really? I, mean, I will right. send you a prize. So, um, more combat news, combat sports news. Oh, Israel Adesanya versus Alex Pereira is headlining the MSG card on November 12th, and surprisingly, look, maybe not so surprisingly, but to a lot of the people that don't really follow the sport, um, it's a closer. It's closer in odds than I would have anticipated being the the star that Adesanya is and the relative unknown that Pereira is, but Pereira's a beast. He he made light work of Sean Strickland, and he has KO'd Israel Adesanya to sleep in a kickboxing bout before. I think even twice he may have beaten him. Mm. So he's been he's been Adesanya's kryptonite. It'll be interesting to see how they incorporate the takedowns, if they do at all, in that one. So very excited for that fight. NBA news, Kevin Durant reiterates his demands, and he, he met with the owner, I believe, and the owner and KD could not come to terms on anything, and he still wants to be traded. He said, it is either me or it is the Sean Marks and the Kevin Durant-Steve uh, Nash duo. So oh my God. KD wants out. He could stay if they get rid of Sean Marks and um, Steve Nash. I don't think that's going to happen because the owner came out and – co-signed the ownership and the coaching or the front office and the coaching and saying that he believes in his ownership and his coach. Or Marx his... is all like, all right, so, we're just going to try to fall back a ball. So <laughs> the KD saga lives on Come and on. it's looking more and more like he will get traded while we kind of thought he may not. But down to three teams, I'm not sure who they are, but they said three teams are still I'm calling. I'm sure there's calling, yeah. Major League Baseball news. Yankees end their five-game skid, but they lose mm-hmm. Matt Carpenter to a broken foot. He hopes to be back before the season's end, but it's good to get off the schneid and finally get a win post-All-Star Let's score some runs, too. Um, I believe we got Castillo round two tonight after missing out on the player. We get to face the player <laughs> ah, fun. two times. Good times. And um, we all, I'm sure you talked shit about Montas already. I didn't really talk shit. I just <clears throat> I just didn't want people to jump off the ledge saying, like, oh, he can't handle New York. Like, he was, first of all, he's pitching in St. Louis, so, like, yes. it's, it's so not even home yet. Speaking of not jumping off the ledge, Manny Machado was asked if did he's cover about the, to jump off the Rob, ledge. Rob did cover this if yesterday. he's about to jump off the ledge because of the recent sweep at the hands of the L.A. Dodgers. And Manny Machado said, I'm not worried. And they asked, why, Manny? Why aren't you worried? And he said, because I'm Manny fucking Machado. That's why I'm not worried. <laughs> and um, you got to love the confidence. I yeah, believe definitely. that the, the Padres will make a run. Uh, NFL. This is why we're all here. The NFL owners approved the sale of the Denver Broncos to, I believe, Walmart. I know it's not actual Walmart, <laughs> but it's the Walton family who are, are the Walmart heirs. The Bengals. Um, Wait maybe we'll have some Walmart. Wal- so it's like the Walmart because is that how they got the name? Get the fuck. It's like the more you learn. Every day I'm learning something now, new. Don't quote me on it, but I mean, it seems. Did you also know that every Walgreens is built on a corner? I did. Because they're on the corner of happy and healthy? I did. Wow. I did. <laughs> I was yesterday. Um, did you also old. know that McDonald's is not a, a fast food chain? After all, it is a real estate company. What? Yeah. Some Jesus things, man. Christ, my brain's on fire. Anyway, this moving morning. on. Speaking of companies and things like that. Um, <laughs> Paycor Stadium. Does anybody know what that is? That, that is, is now the, yeah. the name of the new Bengal Stadium. So maybe they'll be able to pay some of their players and upgrade their facilities because we all know the Bengals have terrible facilities. And um, more important news: Aaron Rodgers did, in fact, <laughs> not. I said that wrong. Aaron Rodgers did not violate the league substance abuse. So now policy, you, can, you can take so a loose no now as an NFL player. Um, he could have been tested the day after, and they said yeah, he wouldn't have failed. So all good in the hood over in Lambeau land. Roquan Smith wants out. He said, and I quote, the current GM regime does not respect or value me. So he wants out. Roquan Smith, one of the most underrated I don't think they value anybody in, in Chicago. <laughs> I mean, it's a rebuilding phase. It makes sense that they don't want to pay anybody because mm. – 
paying him is a waste of money because they're going to win four games this year at best. So Roquan Smith wants out. I won't even get excited about it because the Bears weren't going to be good anyway, and I know he's not going to get moved to Green Bay. So moving on. Mekhi Becton, unfortunate news. He had an injury the other day, and they were originally saying that it wasn't so bad. MRI revealed that he could potentially be out for the season. So Dude. fingers crossed, prayers up for Mekhi Becton. I know he's had his share of weight issues, this, that, and he was, he was determined to come back and prove all the naysayers wrong. He might not get that chance. Other injury news, or lack thereof, Ravens activate J.K. Dobbins. He is all set to go. Full steam ahead, ready for week one. He had his first full practice, I believe, this morning. So that's good news for fantasy owners. And hopefully you'll see him maybe shoot up draft boards, or hopefully not, for, for that matter. Um, Von Miller tweets at OBJ to <sighs> join Buffalo Bills. And honestly, that's kind of how it all materialized last year mm. where Von Miller tweeted him and he went to the ring. All that went What's down. What's that locker next to you look like? So, eh, eh. Um, oh, oh, I get it. I'm hearing reports that there's three teams. The first two teams are the obvious ones that have been connected to Odell since the day one of his free agency started. That's the Rams because obviously he's won the chip there. And he went and to the wedding. He went to the wedding. <laughs> and then there is the Packers because of the desperation, you would think, at the wide receiver one position. And you would imagine that there's going to be tons of targets for Odell or Buffalo now because Von Miller said so. And Odell oh. kind of liked the tweet. It if makes they sense get he's going to pick man. a contender, but Ugh. I think Odell's in a very good position because he's going to get maximum dollar at the time of his signing. Yeah, he's not but what's sign... maximum dollar, though? I mean, it's not going to be like maximum, maximum. As long he's as he doesn't take ACL. it in crypto like he did last year, then ah, it could yes. be maximum dollar. Silly, silly. The um, maximum dollar as far as what he would get at all. So he's not going to get this big I mean, I don't think there's going to be a bidding deal. war for Nobody's Odell Beckham Jr. Nobody's going to give him $10 million for half a season, but he could earn up to like eight or seven with incentives and things like that. And I think if he signed right now without the full bill of health, it would it would affect his, uh, his salary a little I bit. I guarantee there'd probably be... If he signed right now, I want to assume that there would be some kind of... Um, Perf not performance clauses, but like um, games played clauses. You know what yes. I'm saying? Like, yes. if you play the whole year, you can actually earn another mill or whatever. So maybe because of the prorated contract over a full season, he could earn more. But I think that because teams know that they're not getting him until at least late October, early November, that affects the way they would proceed with the contract. Right. When he's the the hottest commodity is when he gets the full bill, clean bill of health, and he's able to practice and show teams what he's able to do. Then he could up his stock a little bit. Um, one last thing to wrap up. Over in Texans camp, I've been hearing a lot of good things about Damian Pierce. He's been working with the first-team offense. Um, look, I'm seeing him go as late as eight and nine in, in rounds in fantasy football. I think that's those days are over. You could potentially get him maybe in the next couple weeks around six or seven, but even those days will end the later you draft. So Damian Pierce is going to vault, shoot up the draft boards. I would say mid-fourth is where you're going to start seeing him yeah, go because an RB1 – on any team, a clear-cut RB1 with Rex Burkhead breathing down his neck, or who's the other guy? Uh, Ma Marlon Mack? Yes, Marlon yeah, Mack. Two guys I, that have proven that I they mean, can't I'm get it done. I mean, I'm not banging down the door for any Texans player this year. So Yeah, I, you, you say that, but there's been some some nice finds coming out of Texans because of the amount of they, they get overlooked. You could almost guarantee you that, the, that any Texan player you get that you start consistently, which there will be some, you could get them at a better value than where they're drafted because – they're just not an exciting team. Nobody's mm -hmm. looking at them as the team that you're going to put up points with. But down a lot in games, I think there's a chance with Brandon Cooks. And the next guy that I'm going to mention, Nico Collins, is won the starting um, number two receiver job. I'm not sure exactly who he was going up against, but he Brandon won the Cooks. job nonetheless. No, he's Brandon Cooks is the one. Oh, he's getting Nico the number Collins two. Nico Collins having a Got really it. strong camp, and he has a firm hold on the number two job. So there will be decent passes going his way. I can look for... 
maybe about six or seven targets a game. That's not so bad when you're no. when you're trying to stream a flex option. And not for fantasy purposes, but I just want to mention the Mills Mafia. Davis Mills is turning heads in camp and not just his own long-ass neck head. He's turning a lot of heads in camp. He's stacking good practice on top of good practice. And Lovey Smith said... Stacking good practice. Yeah, he's throwing against the Texans' defense. I'm sure he's lighting hey, it up hey, out man, there. What we're talking about more so than his ability to, to read the defense and things is that he is unequivocally the leader of the team, and that's what Lovey Smith said. Lovey Smith has some respect amongst his locker room, I would imagine. And I think Davis Mills is headed towards a very Ryan Fitzpatrick-like career. I would if I don't um, say so myself. I would take Davis Mills over Daniel Jones right now. Anybody see those throws? <laughs> I didn't think I sent it yesterday. Did you see the throw? Did I'm you see the one? Comment. Yeah. Oh, hi, Nick. Uh, yeah, how's your quarterback doing so far? He looks really good. He threw it to the fucking hot dog guy that was giving out That's hot dogs it. at fan That's night. That's it. That's it. And anyway. that is it for my rundown. Back to you, Dave. All right. So uh, as far as uh, the Kevin Durant stuff, my God. Like, it's like he, he doesn't know how to stay out of the news or how to the, stay out of the headlines. Like, the NBA offseason, it delivered like immediately because you had the draft and you had the free agency and all this other shit, right? But like now it's just like, all right, now it's the dead time. Now the, is the Drew League still happening? G League still happening? That's all done, right? Now uh, we're actually I think in break Drew mode. League, Drew League is happening. But it's so. like now it's break time, and now Durant's like, mm, how can I uh, how can I get back in the – I got an idea. I'm going to put myself against the owners and the coaching staff. It's just – it's so – if I'm an owner of the team – and and this is not like this is any player. I don't care who you are. If you're the best player in the world, right? Is certain amount of tolerable things to, to like to be like, ah, oh, that's just, you know, Durant being Durant, right? And you just tolerate it, right? But like this is constant bullshit. And if you want the fan base to get behind your team, well, I don't think he gives I don't a shit about the Brooklyn this Nets. shit no more. Give me two first round picks, call it a fucking day. Like I'm done. Like this I'm not a Nets guy, so I don't really care what you do. And if he goes to the Knicks, great. They'll make a statue for him immediately, right? But, like, I would say it's just it's just not worth it to me. It's to not me, worth it. Right here, what it comes down to is I don't think that Durant is looking to make more noise again. Well, he just did. I think what happened was the ownership was trying to rectify the situation and see if they could fix it. So they invited Durant in for a meeting. And as a professional, you owe it to the, the franchise and yourself to see if you could come to any type of agreement. And they didn't see eye to eye in said meeting. So... When there's a known meeting taking place, then you obviously know there's going to be questions that follow. Yeah. And apparently they, the meeting didn't go well, and he still wants out, so it becomes news. Now Kevin Durant looks like the jerk-off, which I'm not the biggest fan of KD. I think he handles the media in a funny way. Like, sometimes I'm on board, and sometimes I'm like, this guy's a baby. Right. But at the same time, the, the modern-day media sucks. And while Kevin Durant might be a little sensitive— He's not the first player, and he's certainly not going to be the last player to have a beef with his front office and demand to get traded. Fair. And Fair. look, I'm even going to say this, and I'm, I'm not trying to talk bad about Kobe because Kobe's, Kobe's Kobe. But when Kobe Bryant wanted out of L.A., which he did, right, they were, they were terrible. Kobe demanded a trade. They were trying to get Kobe fixed, and they couldn't get Kobe fixed. He just wanted out. In comes Jerry West, the Memphis Grizzlies, uh, president at team president at the time, and he sends Pau Gasol to the Lakers, and then the rest is history. They win a couple more titles, and then you see Pau Gasol getting his jersey retired in, by the Lakers. Weird. But Kobe wanted out too. You know, like it's not the first time, it's not going to be the last, and it's the modern day NBA. So we just got to have to get used um, to it. But speaking of the modern day, also Nash sucks. Offensive. Can we agree to that? So he I might mean, not be all wrong. But, but look what he's been dealing with. 
I mean, Look what he's been dealing with. The Harden thing. The the Ben Simmons is scared to play basketball. The fucking... Well, all this shit. Kyrie Irving doesn't want to play, and well, then he look, doesn't want to get vaccinated. This is a clusterfuck for him, and that sucks. I, I'd say that there's more blame to fall on the on the shoulders of, of the GM, for sure. Sure, for putting um, all this shit in front of him. For putting it all together. But, but as a fan of the Nets, which I'm not, but you would imagine that when they were doing this, the Nets fans were on board. The players were on board. So it's kind of interesting. Wasn't That's Nash the one brought thing. in as like the players' coach? You know what I mean? Like I don't know. I think I think that they got was rid their, of Atkinson, and was he was a decent mistake. coach. They needed to. You need to bring in somebody that's not viewed as a peer. I think Steve that's what Nash I'm saying, is, and that's, that'll never work. It, it, it might work. I like I like Jason Kidd in Dallas. I, I like that a lot. Like I love that team. Actually, it's like. I don't. I, I don't Jason believe in the Kidd phrase second favorite more, team, but I love respect. those. Mavericks. He gets a little more respect uh, from current players than Steve Nash will. And maybe and because there's lineage there. Maybe because he's a former Maverick. That's where he started his career. So like, there's other like other factors. I think Steve that Nash coming into Brooklyn there's just is a little just bit like, more ugh. time between his relevance in the NBA and, and Steve Nash. Yeah, maybe, maybe. maybe. Um, sticking over to football, uh, Chris Payne, correspondent, uh, Chop Sports correspondent, was actually at Jets camp yesterday, and apparently Makai Becton gave his son Chase a high five on his way to the training tent. <laughs> so I was like, did you hurt him? And I, did you yell, hey, get your fat ass back in there? Like, this whole Becton thing is, and I said this yesterday, I, if, if he's actually hurt, you got to cut your losses, man. This is the kind of thing like you, you're realizing this now that it's not the juice isn't worth the squeeze. You know what I'm saying? Like this dude packed on the poundage. Everybody made jokes about his weight and stuff like that. And that's it's justified. I'm not condoning making fun of somebody because of their gonna, weight. I'm not going to cut him. Uh, but uh, what, uh, he's a first round pick. Yeah, well, I well, want to be the first first round pick to get cut. Yeah, but but dude, like this is enough is enough already. The guy can't stay healthy. He doesn't condition himself well enough to make it past two weeks of practice. He gets hurt now. Like when you're that heavy, and I said this yesterday in the show. Like when you're that heavy, you 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 have to be lighter on your feet. You can't carry all that weight yeah, up top. No, it's not a good situation. But it's, it's not. It's not. I don't think it's a good financial move. And then you're looking ahead at next year if you can trade get them. Back. Go get some value. I would imagine that the best thing the Jets could do right now, and it's not the there's really no good situation. There's nothing to do. Vector, he's on the, he's on the sidelines. Gonna have to deal with it and eat the contract. He for ate as long the contract as, already. As long as yeah, <laughs> that's actually good. Eat the contract for as long as it takes for him to get healthy, and hopefully they could kick the tires on him again next year. Kick the tire. You got to be careful. <laughs> you can't do anything with Don't this kick guy. Too hard. Yeah, though. exactly. Uh, the Dobbins thing is good to see because I was actually a fan of his uh, last year. I wanted to see him in action, so I'm excited about that. Uh, Broncos thing. Yeah, uh, the Carpenter thing kind of rubbed me the wrong way because just when you you get the runs back and and um, you know the Donaldson went off and like a, a bunch of those guys went off yesterday, score some runs. And it's great. And then you, you see this happen, and you're like, you know, just the wind gets taken out of the sail again. And I'm not saying that the Yankees are going to ride or die with Matt Carpenter, right? Because he was a, a find. You know, he was a find. You know, like you didn't, this guy was on his couch doing nothing. And you came in and you said, hey, come play for the Yankees from time to time. Aaron Boone's hand was forced to play this guy because of how well he was doing, right? And he's, he's hitting the ball, he's, he's playing. Just overall great baseball. So you hate to see it. But again, just like yesterday, I'm not going to say, like, we lost Matt Carpenter. We're fucked. Like, we're not. We're not. Yeah, no, so it's, it's, I hope to see him back, grow out the stash a little longer, and uh, we'll get him back for the playoffs. So be all right. Makes you wonder, though, who they're going to call up in his uh, spot. There's been rumors, and we talked about this in pre. Nick, uh, you know, could be a Tyler Wade situation. We're bringing him back. We brought him back in a trade or – 
Um, could be a Andahar situation. Like, they have options. It's just a matter of which way you want to go. I mean, you can't bring up one of these kids yet because it's just too much. Like, Volpe's not coming up anytime soon, I don't think. Not I mean, Peraza. No, right. So these guys aren't coming up anytime soon. So my assumption is, well, I mean, how many fucking options I mean, does Andahar have where, left? I'm, I'm confused. I don't think many. But I'm confused. Um, when they say replace him, like, we have guys in, to play all positions right now. It's... it's it's I'm really saying there's, no, a, there's no. What he's saying is there's going to be a roster spot. Yeah, but we remember we're. Oh, that's true. They'll that's, probably bring up a pitcher. Well, that's um, well, that's what he was asking. Who are yeah, they going to bring up the, in, in um, replacement? But as far as what we were talking about last week around the deadline, it's like, well, what are they going to do with all these bats? And it's like, well, now you guys see what they're doing with all the bats. They're going to put them on the injured list, right? So when Stanton scoop comes wants back, Peraza. Out, well, I think it's you know you don't want to. Do we still got Marwin? Yeah, Gonzalez. Yeah, he played the other day. He's another he's another find. Imagine that. Like Marwin Gonzalez wasn't like heavily touted. When we brought him in, I was like, oh great, a fucking Astro. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want this douche. But he's been serviceable. He's been playing. Right? He's, he's, right? he's kind of like uh your boy from last year. Odor. Yeah. That's the kind of role I feel he fit in right away. Odor is so much tougher. I mean, yeah, he knocked the shit out of uh Gonzo. Not Gonzo? I still think no. That- What's no, it was Batista. Um, Batista. Jose Bautista. That's got to go down. Joey like one of the, the best, the best baseball, baseball moment maybe in the last 25 years. <laughs> the punch <laughs> in the face? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, so the, the, good, it was just, dude. oh, man, what a Lit shot. Lit him up. What a shot. <laughs> anyway, good rundown. Good to get you back uh, to do that kind of rundown because, like I said, I wasn't really running anything down yesterday. Um, but anyway, I do want to let you guys know that part of – the Chop Sports Daily is being brought to you by the Fusco Insurance Agency. I got to finally do the full read now because it's I haven't had it. Are you guys worried that you're going to run out of money in retirement or how you pay for long-term health care? Will your family be okay? Stop worrying and start planning. A comprehensive retirement plan gives you greater, uh, greater security over your money. Fusco can help. As president of the Fusco Insurance Agency, Michael can work with you to create a comprehensive retirement plan. They'll explore using life insurance and annuities to help you build a more secure future. So you can worry a little bit less now. Call 718-701-5787 to schedule your complimentary consultation. 718-701-5787. Guarantees and protections are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company. Some insurance policies are not available in all states. And, of course, if you are a small business owner and you want to do some finance work, you could do that using his prestigetaxfinancing.com forward slash business financing for anywhere from $300 up. You can finance that. So, I mean, if you have to finance something that's $300, I mean, I'm not knocking you, but I'm, I just wouldn't do it. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I would just pay cash, but that's just me. Uh, but you have to have a 540 FICO score uh, as well to qualify for that. And I do also want to give a quick a couple shout-outs before Gooch gets into his Grundle rundown. Um, a shout-out to that huh, chat our social media platform that we have partnered up with obviously uh shout out to glenn and those boys that keep advancing this thing i finally got back into that thing yesterday uh because it's very very overwhelming there's a lot going on so like i was just trying to like ease back into it told everybody about the show so maybe a couple new viewers today steve is building our new and improved uh chopsportsmedia.com so he's working on that as well i talked about hater fantasy football yesterday because we did the commercial and stuff, and I ooh, I ooh, I do want to bring up a new, um, you know, advertiser with us, and that's Lowell's Beauty Bar down the hall. 
They're like right there. They're like eight steps down the hall. They're doing it all over there. They were actually responsible for doing the makeup to the girls that were here for the Hater Fantasy Sports, the makeup and the hair. And they do custom uh, shirts and stuff. That They got a whole wall set up. You got to go down there. There's like a whole... Lauren's been just going apeshit with that, that press machine. So there's custom creations over there. Go check them out. Lowell's Beauty Bar. Gooch with the grundle. Yes. So, guys, shave your balls, shave your ass. If you head on over to manscaped.com and use the promo code SHOPSPORTS, you get 20% off, and it'll be able to assist you in doing just that. They got the porcelain blade that's like a, a smooth kiss on your taint, and you don't feel a goddamn thing. It reduces the risk of nicks and cuts, and then when you apply the lather and the exfoliator, it gets rid of all those extra loosey-gooseys, mm. and then you take the Crop Shaver 2.0, and you get as close as you'd like, just not too close because that's weird, and it also comes equipped with the... Weed Whacker and Lawn Mower, or the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, mm-hmm. and that's for the disgusting ear hairs that yep. you get around my age, and the nose hairs that you get in general. So everyone gets them boogie hairs, you get rid of them nice and easy, manscaped.com, promo code Sports. back to you Dave. 20% off getting involved here. What's up, guys? It's Sturge from Chop Sports, and today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100. Check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website, absolute-eyewear.com. Tell them Chop Sports Sturch sent you. Speaking on personal experience, the house buying and house selling process is a bitch. It's not fun. It's not fun at all. But you know who made it fun? You know who turned all this around, took all the stress out of the process? It's Curtis Counts of EXP Realty. Whether you're buying a house, selling a house, searching for a house, you'll get constant emails of things that pop up in your budget and what you're actually looking for. To start this process, you just have to call Curtis right now. You can reach him at 732-856-2293 or shoot him an email at kurtrcounts at hotmail.com. And yes, some, some of us folks are still using Hotmail. Uh, we continue our... Um, oh, by the way, as I say, getting involved here, there's a bunch of new episodes on the podcast network. So if you want to go check out some of those, you got the brand new Fight Factory with August Artois. He is a uh, star over at Control Your Narrative. Um, you also have a brand new Jimmy Palumbo show. I jumped on with that uh, yesterday. He talks about, um, you know, it's riveting stuff, really. I mean, he's talking about um, his blinkers going out in his car. And um, it just, it, it makes you laugh. It makes you cry. You're going to be hanging on to your seat the entire time. Go check out Jimmy Palumbo show and of course a brand new a sit down with Sturch dropped today with my friend Gary Turner G6 himself that monstrosity walked through the door yesterday and uh, we talked all about his come up in the world of bodybuilding so with that being said time to move on to the hot land of Falcons it is uh you know usually we have fun with these and uh usually there's a, a lot of expect like high expectations and high intensity and high uh, praise, I guess, with most of these teams that have a little bit of hope. You know, even when we went over to the Texans, it was just like, all right, find me the win. I'm going to play that game again, Gooch. It is now uh, another find me the win Tuesday with the Atlanta Falcons. They're coming in, as you see, uh, with a 7-10 record last year. They had Matt Ryan. They had Calvin Ridley. They had the, the emergence of Kyle Pitts. They had a decent – that Cordell, uh, Cordell Patterson all of a sudden was just like – 
the new position redefined, almost like a Debo Samuel doing everything from the backfield, from the slot, whatever. So they had some times where they were doing well, and then there were some times where they just got the shit kicked out of them, and that was basically the tale of two seasons. Um, unfortunately for the, the Falcons, they're coming in with the second lowest win total, according to Las Vegas. Um, they're coming in at five. That's alarming, uh, to say the least. Their losses, as I just said, Matt Ryan takes his talents to the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Dante Fowler goes to Dallas. I mean, he wasn't you know that big of a part, but he's a Dan Quinn guy, so he wanted to go over there. Um, they lose Hayden Hurst, uh, their backup tight end, who was to Kyle Pitts. So the, you know, no no harm, no foul. They brought in Fersker, so there is a backup tight end over there. They lose Calvin Ridley to gambling, so you you don't have Calvin Ridley this year. Um, they had Mike Davis as one of their running backs. He's gone. Uh, Russell Gage goes and joins Tampa Bay. Smart. And, of course, their star-studded backup quarterback, Josh Rosen, takes his, all that talent up to Cleveland. So those are the losses. The gains, good Lord. Uh, free agency wasn't kind to them. Um, Fersker they brought in. They brought in Casey Hayward, the corner. He's all right, you know. Uh, Auden Tate, I believe he played in Cincinnati. Um, eh, you know, like, okay, great. The draft is where I think they did rather well. Um, they had... Early picks. Um, obviously, Drake London is somebody that we've talked about already in fantasy conversations when it talks to when we're talking about rookie emerging receivers that could do well. Um, which I'm gonna call a couple. You know, edge rusher in the second round, uh, I, a Becky or something like that. Troy uh, Troy Anderson, linebacker. They do draft Desmond Ritter as the quarterback of the future. Maybe I don't know. Like we'll see. But a, a third round pick. When you spend that high of draft capital. You expect something, and I'm not saying he's ever going to get in because I don't think he does, Gooch. I don't think he does. I disagree. You think Desmond Ritter's going to start for the Atlanta Falcons not, in 2022? Yes, at some really? point. Yeah, absolutely. Huh. Yeah, I, I think so. You think so, too? Yeah. I mean, he's he was one of the better quarterbacks in this draft, aside from, obviously, Kenny Pickett, who was the only quarterback to go in the first round. But yeah. I think he has a little bit more of a better situation because Mariota... Injury. Don't really know what's, well... He he can get injured and tap in. He has past, gotten injured. He's only started, I think, three games in three. You don't seasons. know. How well, he wasn't really a starter last year. Like he was, he was just backing up and had the packages for the Las Vegas Raiders. So, looking at their team real quick, Mariota. Obviously, I think it's a season long thing. I, I don't, I don't foresee Ritter coming in at any point. Even though the Falcons fans might get very restless. And you know, yeah, shout like out to Ibby who was in there, who was in the chat the right now. On a, on a rookie quarterback, I don't with know. Some decent weapons, I think. They didn't have money. They, apparently, they're in cap hell. But really, Ibby, we can't use that anymore. We can't use the, the phrase cap hell. No, you hell. can. No, you, you really can't because yeah, it, like the cap you, has been proven no, no, to be no, almost no, no, no. The, mythical. The cap, the cap is only mythical. Like a the, only cap, the only time the cap is mythical is when you're a contender. If you're if you're a team that's picking in the top half of the first round or even earlier in the top five, top ten, then who's gonna who's gonna manipulate the salary cap to stick around? You're not sticking around for a chance at winning a ring. That's when the cap is a myth. But the Falcons, they're dealing with a very they're very much so dealing with a cap situation so, because thinking about it, you know, is you're gonna be like, yeah, I'll restructure for a chance at uh what? Right. Top 10 pick. Uh, their running back situation right now, Corderell Patterson, as I mentioned before, they do sign Damian Williams, uh, who's now a seasoned vet. He's been everywhere. He's been in Chicago. He's been to Kansas City. Um, how high are your hopes on Tyler, their running back? Uh, I like him a lot. Yeah. I do like him a lot. I think he's going to get some decent work this season. Uh, Corderell Patterson, I don't know if last year was a flash in the pan, <laughs> but we're going to have to find out because, look, at year 10 or year 11, that I think Patterson is in at this point, and for him to finally find footing as a starter in the league, not that he hasn't had success, but 
you know, I need to see a little bit more. I do think Patterson will have splashes and he'll be solid for them, but it's a little bit di- different situation with no Matt Ryan there. Mm. Um, Mariota I mean, might be Mariota using- is throwing to Drake London, who's listed as wide receiver one. And he is. He's having a really good camp. Drake London is the real like, deal. Holy hell. He's the real um, deal. Kyle Pitts is there. They bring in Brian Edwards from wide receiver one. Oh, I mean, Pitts is going to yeah, be their main. Maybe Pass not. catching like, one. Like, to me, I think the Falcons have potential on offense this year. I really do. Really? Yeah. With those two, at least to score some points. And when I say potential, I don't think the Falcons are going to win many football games because they're the second hardest schedule in the in oh, football. Trust I don't me. know how that worked out. Yeah, I feel bad I, yeah, for the Falcons going into this one. They have a harder schedule than Tampa. That is weird. Well, I mean, they're also not the as a good works, team but. as Tampa. So anyway, they do have Kyle Pitts. Yeah, but it's based on... I know what it's based on, but I'm saying like sometimes that's just not the way the cookie crumbles there, Gooch. Um, their offensive line... Obviously. Is, <laughs> offensive line at the end of last year was the ranked 27th offensive line. Guys, going into this year, shout out to Marcus Mariota. We'll be running your balls off. They're 31st. Still sure about that Desmond Ritter not getting a start this well, year? <laughs> by, def- by proxy, I mean, if obviously if Mariota gets knocked silly, then yes, Ritter, enter Ritter. And that's, and that's why you draft a guy and like that. Ritter is turning heads in camp. Right. Keywords well, of the day, turning heads uh, in camp. Ritter's the, having a good camp so the far. Two guys, like <laughs> there's two guys on defense that jump off for me. Grady Jarrett's always been kind of serviceable. A.J. Terrell, I wanted him as a, a Dallas corner. That didn't happen. Um, but they're coming in. 29th ranked secondary, 30th overall defense. See, I, it's going to be tough I, sledding, I man. I disagree with the secondary. I think their secondary is going to They let up a prove, lot of yards last year. a lot of people year, wrong. I think their secondary. A.J. Terrell is, is one of the most underrated corners in football. He could lock people down. Now, the yeah. opposite A.J. Terrell, that might be another story, but I know that at least one half of the field, they're not even going to go there. They really won't. I mean... They really look. I, Dave, you're looking at you're Dave, looking at AJ Terrell right now as somebody you can't throw on. I'm not saying that you can't throw on him, but why would you? Is I mean, yeah, you question? pick on the, the lesser guy, sure. So, but it's like, so my point is, if you look at how often he was targeted last year, it wasn't much. Yeah, but you but you act as if like, all right, so if if the if the Raiders go over there and well, they're not the Raiders, they're not playing the Raiders, but right, the Saints, right? Michael Thomas is wide receiver one, or whoever they draft is wide receiver one. You know, like if if AJ Terrell lines up on there, I'm not gonna be like, oh, I can't. I'm sorry, <laughs> like I can't throw you the ball, dude. <laughs> like, they're um, gonna take chances on AJ Terrell. I think he's good. I, I just mean, don't think he's like. I mean, I'm not saying avoidable. that they won't, and I'm not saying that they avoid him because he's the best corner in football. But I'm just talking about pure numbers. AJ Terrell wasn't. He was one of the seldom targeted corners in football last year. So no maybe just said it. Want- maybe just said it. They, they just said, check the stats. Nobody threw at him. I just, I just disagree that's going to be the case this year. That's all I'm saying. All right, let's get to their schedule. It's it's a, a tough sledding. Remember, Vegas wants them to have five. Uh, the, the the money bet is actually coming in on the uh, the over. Okay, you have to bet the over to make some plus money. Ridley put in a bet. I know, I saw yeah. that before. Ridley put in a bet that Ridley would be in there by uh Imagine week they eight. had Ridley. That would, Ridley would have been traded if they had Ridley, honestly. I think Ridley would have been gone. They barely He's had brand new. Too. What do you mean? I mean, he's like two years in. He's definitely not. Three years he's, in? So so if DK and all these McLaurin guys were, like, due for their contract this year, he's a year older than them. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. Ridley's going really? Into, Ridley would be mm-hmm. in his fourth season this year. Uh, has he been buried under Julio? Is that, like, I you know what I mean? I wouldn't say he like, was buried. Like, Ridley's has really good numbers. Yeah, that's but I'm saying, I like, like, I just, that's I don't know, I like man. Alec I feel like Pierce. he's a lot younger. I don't know why. That's know, Yeah, Ridley's weird. The, this would be Ridley's fourth year, mm-hmm. and... Yeah, I think he would have been a prime Ridley's trade in his fourth candidate. year. Yeah, yeah he would have been a agent. prime trade That's, candidate oh, going man, into this like, season if he wasn't suspended. All right, so I was off by a year, so it wasn't like <laughs> I said third, you know. Um, 
anyway, schedule time. All right, starting off against the Saints. Oh, boy. I mean, it's I'm not going to go through all this because it's just it's tough sledding. I believe they might get their first win week four against the Browns, um, and that's a home game. So if you want to, like, give them a little credit, give them their flowers at home, sure. Uh, but then the wins, they come seldom. They got the Bears in week 11 at home. I could see Atlanta winning that game. Um, they got, oh, God, Arizona in week 17. I, for me, I just think, dude, all teams go through this. This is a, a complete rebuild. Matt Ryan was your quarterback for the last, like, 80 years. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's been tough sledding as he gets into the twilight of his career. You lose a guy like Calvin Ridley. You don't have Julio anymore after the last two years when he got shipped off. So they, they, they knew it. The writing was on the wall. This team was going to be... Not what it once was, um, but now it's like, how many years away are we from even remotely conversating that they can run? Like, do we have to wait for Tom Brady to retire for a an, ninth time? You know what I mean? Like, or, or are they going to run with a guy like Jameis Winston and the Saints? Or, you know, like that division in itself is tough. Carolina, to me, and I said it yesterday, Carolina's got potential. And I know you don't like Baker, but I think they, they can win some games. So what I'm asking you, Gooch, now is how long – are the Falcons going to be the basement dwellers of the AFC, I mean, the NFC South? Honestly, they might not be finished last this year. I don't think Carolina is going to be as good as you do. I think McCaffrey's going to get hurt, and I think that Baker sucks. I don't. I know that Atlanta, I'm not saying Atlanta is going to be good this year because I, I think with that schedule and the clear situation that they're dealing with at quarterback and offensive line, that just doesn't bode well. Um, I can't see Atlanta winning many games, but... Um, as far as how long will they be basement dwellers, I think that all depends on if Desmond Ritter's the guy or not. If Desmond Ritter comes in and he lights the world on fire at midseason and he plays well, uh, good quarterback play changes everything. So if Desmond Ritter is the guy, they can make a push for at least a division as early as next year. If Tom Brady retires, well, think about the Saints. Where are they at? They're they're kind of middle of the road right now, new coaching system. Um Jameis Winston rolled his ankle. He's already That was hurt. yesterday. So He's Paulman said hurt. this morning it's, it was yesterday. So there's not to say that that matters down the line in a season or two, but the Saints aren't really figured it out at quarterback. Jameis is on a what, one, two-year deal? Yeah. You know, that's not a franchise quarterback deal at all. Um, and Carolina, if Baker doesn't work out and Sam Darnold doesn't work out, then they're back to square one. Well, I got Matt Corral. You know? <laughs> Same thing with Ritter. You Correct. know what I mean? So there's... There's some um, there's some hope for Atlanta, but that hope is the same with the Jets, and it's the same with the with the Jaguars, and that's all about how their young quarterback that they invested draft capital in is going to turn out. They could build all the pieces around him. If the quarterback doesn't work out, it's not going to work out. I will say this though, I am definitely pulling for Desmond Ritter because we pulled a nine of fifteen <laughs> Desmond Ritter autograph card in the. Um, Drive Chronicles box and so right nobody now, got that. I thought that was a the, who got the the autograph of Mike Vick helmet. It was some random. That was guy. the guy that won the eBay break. Okay. Yes. All that stuff is still. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. And like the more I look at it, and the more I like focus in on it, I'm gonna understand. The good what the thing break about the Ritter things. card though is the other than the one of which if you get in the numbered cards, one of fifteen would be the good one or the best one. But in this case, Desmond Ritter wearing number nine, and it's card nine of fifteen, so that's like the very sought after numbered card. So the really? regular card Seems going so for like one twenty five, even though I haven't seen it sold. That's what they're priced at. Hmm. This one probably like two fifty, maybe two for a guy. Right, you haven't taken a damn snap yet. If he yet. plays well, but there's all about it's a lot. I would ticket. sell high. Just it's a lotto <laughs> ticket. If it's, a, it's a lotto ticket. No, because two thousand fourteen Derek Carr, Joe bought it for like four dollars, and it's like eight thousand. So eight thousand. 
Derek maybe Carr. five. It's the one of it's the one of one Derek Carr Prism 2014 auto. It's like the best one. And he's had that since since 14. Yeah. So he's been doing this car, car collecting for a little while, like yeah, under yeah, the radar. Yeah, yeah. So now it's time to just sell it. I wouldn't say eight thousand, <laughs> and um, it's not graded or anything like that. But yeah, it's definitely his his prize card. Interesting. So how many uh, how many wins are the Falcons getting, Gooch? I mean, they're they're sitting there at five. I say if I want to be really advantageous, advantageous, adventurous. I don't know. Either way, I'm going to go with. Um, I'm going to say they can they can squeeze a five. Yeah, squeeze I, I a think five. The five is Pushing a good number. A um, I don't see any more than that. But I do see as less as I like three. Be, I think the Falcons are going to be one of those teams that don't win many games, but everyone likes watching them. But they try really hard. No, they're they're going to be an exciting team because they have the the. Can they be the Can they be the 2021 Lions like cover spreads? I and wouldn't shit? say like, that. I'm not sure about their their makeup and their toughness, but I know that they're going to have some flash on offense with Kyle Pitts, Drake London, yeah, Cordero Patterson. I'm excited and I like for another running back. Um, Mariota, he's he's not the guy that I think could carry a team for the full season, but something about him, he just seems like a gamer, and he plays hard, plays well, he does whatever he needs to do to get it done. I think that's going to lead to an injury like it has in the past, and then hopefully Desmond Mitter comes in and shows them that they, they invested well in the third-round pick. He'd be saying if they win five, he'll be shocked. He's like, that would be an absolute win of a season. Yeah. Actually, or it would be if loss. you really want to get technical – that's not a winning season. <laughs> yeah, Bryce. <what> <laughs> I get it. Though, look, yeah. Looking for a, um, looking for, a, I don't know. See, like the, taking the quarterback in the third round, that that handcuffed them early rounds next year. If if they do fail, do they not take a quarterback in the first round next year? If they get a top three pick, I, I don't know the class yet. I, I, mean, I don't the dive into. Are, apparently, the quarterbacks are way better. So yeah. when the Giants are picking fourth and they have a, a decision to make or something like that for next year, it could be uh, bye-bye Daniel Jones. I know that'll break the hearts of one Nick over there, but uh, since he's so you know, adamant that this guy's going to lead him to the promised land, along with the resurgence of Saquon Barkley, um, you know, the Giants are in for a, I trust a tough Saquon scene. more. Yeah, I'm sure you trust Jones. anybody. Don't trust anybody on the New York Giants. I mean, look, you can trust the new regime. I'll tell you like what, I like those guys. I'll tell you what, Evan Neal, though, do you see the videos of him? Is he murdering people? He's, yeah, yeah. He looks like an NFL player, like a. Like oh, he looks like he right? played football I'm, his whole I'm life. So happy about that that, <laughs> that they got him and Thibodeau in that draft. Yeah, Kayvon seems like I, a pretty think, cool guy. I listened to his interview on the fan the other day. He seemed pretty do uh, pretty cool. Seems like a. I think if you know there's, what there's weird me out. You can get rid of the personalities stuff, right there to me. I think like Evan Neal is like a blue collar guy, fits right in with the Giants. I, I feel like Thibodeau should have been on the Dolphins. Um. Yeah, we're naked got, now. We're a, naked now. By the way, yeah, we got nothing on. Woo! Don't look. I get the I get the breeze here. Um, there we go. He's anyway, a, he's got a big personality, so that'll. It's not the, really one, what the I things hear. that weird me out about these rookies that come in, and this goes to like, for anybody that I talk to. Like, um, I, I I find it weird when guys come in and they're like, like uh, for instance, Geo asked him, you know, who'd you follow growing up, and he's like, well. I didn't really watch football until, like, high school. Like, isn't that weird to you? Like, when you you make the joke and we make light of it, like, this guy's played football his whole life, and that, and that's a funny thing, but, like, how do you not – like, if you're at the NFL level, you would assume that the, your education at least started way back when. No, because sometimes, know, it sometimes it's about, like, the situation you're in as a youth. You don't get put into things, and then you get into an age where there's a coach that sees you, and they're like, hey, <laughs> hey, get over here. Yeah. You ever played D-end? 
You know? If I go tell you to chase that Things guy. Things like that happen, and that's more common than you think. Guys just don't get the opportunity because of either a financial situation or an upbringing or just they don't have nah, the Nah, you can't use yet. the financial thing. That's a hockey thing. You can't do that. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, it 100% is. I know. It's like if you Shoulder pads are expensive. That's just my way of saying, like, there's a lot of variables. It could be financial. It could be they're just not interested. It could be like, you know what? I love video games until I was 14. Truth. Okay. You know, kid, they're, they're young now, too. Dave. Fantasy question coming in here from Casey Hammond. If you had to, gun to your head, take CMC or Saquon, who are you taking? I mean, what do you mean? You don't have to. <laughs> no, but you do. Let's just say you do. Cam Akers is on the board there. I guarantee it. <laughs> I'm taking Saquon all day. I guarantee you Cam oh Akers is God. on the board. I guarantee you A lot Swift of people. Listen, board. I'm... I'm Maybe not saying swim. it's going to happen, but I see a lot but of people with answer, CMC hopes. Like you can't, can't get hurt close. this many years in a row, it's can CMC, you? CMC, not even close. Yeah, if I had to. I've been spurned too many times by that man to fucking warrant taking him in fantasy football. I'm taking CMC 10 times out of 10, by the way. <laughs> like, actually 11 times out of 10 if that's an actual thing. Like, that, there's no way I'm sitting there with Saquon. Dude. And then, and then when, when Christian McCaffrey... Gross. Breaks, tears, or does whatever the hell he does to his legs or oh, lower body. Oh, I'm again. sorry. Has Saquon Barkley been the uh, epitome of health in the last couple years, bro? Hey. He's been a fucking piece of glass, my friend. He's had glass. no offensive line. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You're like, oh, and CMC gets hurt. Like, Saquon's had any kind of season where he's like, man, I'm the clean bill of health. Like, no, you're not. They both have really good quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, both of them are terrible. I take Baker Mayfield over Daniel Jones. No. Yes, I, I know would. Baker sucks. I think Daniel Jones. There still is a p- potential Tannehill situation brewing there, but just not with the Giants. <laughs> Casey, but you don't have to. Fucking Gooch being that guy at the party about a hypothetical. <laughs> you do. You do ruin things like that. Yeah. Like, gun to your head. No. But it's gun like, not to there, my head. Like, it's actually not to my head. Is there nobody else available in this draft? It's like, damn, there's like <laughs> last round here, all players <laughs> taken. Mr. Irrelevant. It's like a 66-round draft. <laughs> all running backs are gone. But like, is there anyone on the practice squad over in KC, or do I really have to take McCaffrey Bill right Belichick kind of making a new running back this year? He kind of molds them every, every, every spring into summer. Oh, my God. Well, the Falcons are going to stink, and that, you know, it sucks for the Falcons fans. There, there are a couple left. Uh, Matt Ibanez being one of them, the host of at least, listen, at least you get the Mets, Ibby. I mean, the Mets are rolling. I, I, some, downloaded, I downloaded the the, the horns to, to work out Pitts, to. Kyle Pitts, Drake London, Cordero Patterson will be, main, some, will be mainstays in fantasy football lineups all season long. So three potential starters, like week in, week out. To me, that's watchable Yo. football. Yes. I love that. So give me the Falcons <laughs> down a lot and, and chasing points Yo, all school. day. <laughs> you better watch yourself, bro. I'm fucking... <laughs> Oh, my God. Anyway, Mom, get out of the chat. Go to work. Do something. Um, anyway, so that's a show. I mean, what time? Wow. That's a little early. one. I kind of figured this was going to happen because of the Falcons and just not having much to talk about and like to break down their entire schedule because it's just like not worth doing. Uh, tomorrow on the show, we will be doing the... Nolan and Saints. So now you can just drool over your boy Jameis Winston and that whole team. That team might be a lot better than what people might be thinking. Um, 
I, I foresee them as maybe a fringe playoff team next year. We'll see. We'll talk about the Saints then. And then Thursday, I think, Scoop, I told you already, I think you're going to be sitting in the hot seat on Thursday for the Panthers uh, as Wrestling Rob will either produce or he won't be here. I don't know. I got to figure all this out. There's a lot to do today. Uh, but be sure to please go check out chopsports.shop right now. It looks brand new because there's a brand new logo and a brand new line of things that Gooch worked on uh, while he was, uh, I feel like he had his laptop set up here and he had one of those, uh, the silver trays as it was catching rays and stuff. And he was just like, no, no, no. I would get texts throughout the day randomly. Like, Hey, look, this is done. Hey, look, this is done. Hey, look, I'm like, meetings right. where there's like a guy with a green screen behind him, but he's on like a jet ski <laughs> moving around. I was making graphics, <laughs> like, hopping around Gooch, the kayak. this one's completely crooked. Yeah, it was a weird wave. I don't know. I just caught the wrong side of that wave. <laughs> uh, but anyway, chopsports.shop. That's to get all your Chop Studios merch. Chop Studios. Wow, I stuttered on that one. Chop Studios is now available for rent. So for all of your audio, video, uh, content creation needs, check out Chops uh, Studios NJ on Instagram for some of the stuff. The website will be done by uh, September 1st uh, for your booking needs and all that stuff. So be sure to check that out if you want to create a podcast, if you want to, I don't know. There's just so many things. We shot a commercial here Friday. So there's so many ways to do it. And um, yeah, we're your guys for that. So I actually like Saquon this year, according to AJ. Well, AJ, you also thought that the Washington Commanders AJ, were going to win 12 AJ, fucking games last crazy? year, is along it, with their Antonio AJ, Gibson is it, bullshit. Is it crazy that Antonio Gibson is like creeping back into into favor? <laughs> it really me? is. Like, I I really, I've been doing mock drafts. I'm, I'm like, why is Gibson, Gibson here? I don't want round, this. And I'm like, this motherfucker had a fractured leg last year, and he played all 17 <laughs> games, you know? Gibson, and he had goal line usage. When you look at the numbers at the end of the season, it just didn't materialize in any one game. But it, it body of work, it was good, so... AJ, are we back on AJ Gibson? Let me know. I am. Now it's AJ Gibson, by the way. Or Antonio Gibson. AJ <laughs> and Antonio Bascon. Yeah, you, 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 throw it, you threw it a all together. AJ Gibson and Antonio Bascon. Those guys fuck. They, they slap, dude. Oh, I love you, AJ. Love I miss you, AJ, you buddy. buddy. I, haven't, I feel like I haven't seen either of those guys. The whole crew over there that must be grinding it is baseball season after all still susan uh so you can go check out the sauce network as they go live and they do all their free picks online uh on the line over at youtube you can go check them out as well um yeah that, that's it that's that's all we got so thank you guys for watching please like the video if you haven't already tell your falcon fan friends if they exist or they haven't buried themselves yet Go tell them that we just did a nice little short and sweet preview for the Atlanta Falcons. And tomorrow we'll get the New Orleans Saints and move on and so forth and all that shit. So for Sturch and Gooch and, of course, Nick behind the glass, this has been another episode of the Chop Sports Daily. It has. We'll see you guys it tomorrow. Been. It has indeed. But there was this one company, I think, called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah.